You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1099 of Hippily Shorts. Hey! Almost there, almost there. (laughs) But then we have a whole lot more after that, so really, really, (laughs) we're there. Alright, so I have a treat. I feel like it's a treat. I found a list of ghost stories from rock musicians. What? Yes. Nice. So it says, this is actually from uh, Loudwire magazine. Do you believe in communication from the great beyond? There's certainly plenty of unexplained phenomena that has been seen and felt over the years to lend credence to the idea. Whether it's rockers reaching out from the afterlife or living rockers being visited by spirits. There appears to be a wealth of rockers who have had experiences with the paranormal. In this article, we will share some of those stories that we have collected over the years, whether it be deceased members of the Doors, Leonard Skinner's, and the Sex Pistols letting their presence be felt, or rockers such as My Chemical Romance, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Slipknot, and Alice Cooper, and others being haunted while they're trying to work on music. Get a firm grip on something as you scroll through and read these 21 rock star experiences with the paranormal. I hate to disappoint you, we're not reading 21 of these today. <laughs> but we will read as many as we can and we'll pick up tomorrow and maybe the next day. Alice Cooper's Amityville Horror. New collaborations can be a bit unnerving, especially when there's a paranormal presence freaking you out. Back in 1983, Alice Cooper and Earl Smith's Joe Perry got together to write some new music, only to be totally uneasy the entire time. Alice Cooper recalled his story to the Cleveland scene. According to Cooper, he and Perry were both fresh from rehab and had decided to work together on some music for a new film. His manager set him up with a home in upstate New York that was an old house in the middle of farm country. As Cooper recalls, I'm putting my clothes away. I leave the room, I come back, and the closet door is closed. The drawer that I'm packing is closed. Hmm, I don't remember closing that. The house was so full of whatever that on that second night that we were there, we're sitting and eating dinner and it sounds like somebody is moving furniture in the basement. It's making so much noise, it's not even trying to be subtle. Cooper then shared his experience with Perry, who related similar experiences since entering the house. We ran out of that place, says Cooper. I found out later that this is where the guy who wrote the Amityville Horror wrote the story there in that house. Oh, man. Of all the luck, of all the places, huh? (laughs) (laughs) The second one says, Not Where You Belong. Slipknot's Corey Taylor had had a number of paranormal experiences over the years, something he tried to come to terms with in his book, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Heaven. While out promoting the book, he shared some of the bizarre experiences from his life with Huffington Post. He recalls instances of thermoses flying across the kitchen and hearing footsteps behind him on the hardwood floors only to turn and find no one there. Taylor revealed that on one of his earliest experiences came when he and some of the fellow neighborhood kids explored a nearby abandoned house. We called it Code House, said Taylor, likening it to the kind of place you dare your friends to enter. 
One night, a group of his friends decided that they were going to explore the, the place together. We were all standing on the first floor of this place. It has two stories, and this thing came down the stairs at us. It was the silhouette of a man that was kind of backlit in a way from its own energy. It came down the stairs at us. We flipped out, killed ourselves running out of the house. My leg went through the rotted wood on the front porch, <laughs> and I still have a scar on my oh shin. Oh, my gosh. This next one is about Jim Morrison from The Doors. You spend a lot of time with your bandmates, but imagine being visited by one of them from beyond. The Doors' Ray Manzarek relayed a story in which both he and fellow bandmates Robbie Krieger were visited in the exact same dream by late singer Jim Morrison. I have a recurring dream in which Jim has just returned from France, where he died, and has accomplished what he went there for in the first place, to rest, get clean, and change his rock star lifestyle, Manzarek revealed to About. We talk about where he's been and what he's been doing. I ask him if he's been working on any new material, and just before he answers, I wake up, Manzarek added. When I first told Robbie about it, he said, yeah, me too. He had had the exact same dream. What? How crazy is that? And he woke up at the same dang time? Yep. You, don't, you didn't get the answer either? Nope. Oh, man. That's so awesome. A photographer haunted by Jim Morrison's image. Jim Morrison's bandmates might not be the only ones visited by the late door singer. Rock historian Brett Melsner revealed that in 1997, while stopping at the Père Lachaise Cemetery in Paris, he had a photo taken of the grave. Five years later, coming across the photo, there appeared to be a chilling image in a shot that looks to be the singer himself. Meisner told the Express that while thousands of people have visited the grave, nobody has captured this strange image. Well, how in the world did they... Why did he wait five years later to see it? I think he was just flipping through it five years later. And oh, that's when he, he it. caught it. Okay, gotcha. Miser sent the photo and the negative for extensive analysis, but so far no one has been able to explain the image that was captured. A trick of light was ruled out, and the image manipula manipulation also appears unlikely. The historian believes that he was cursed by revealing the image, stating that his marriage broke down and he lost a close friend to a drug overdose soon after. Part of me wishes that I had never stepped foot into that graveyard in the first place. I'm partly to blame for talking about it in the first place. I should have kept it to myself. Meisner said that he's had visitors come to his home with messages from Jim, and while at first it was interesting to see the bond that people had with the photo, he now views it as a negative vibe. Wow. So, and, I, and honestly, I think... Even though it shows a different picture here, um, I'll have to I'll have to try to find. But I think you'll see this image pop up all the time of the grave, and it says something about Tom Petty took this picture, and you can see Jim Morrison in the background. I think that's the picture. Oh no, kidding. I don't think it has anything to do with Tom Petty. I think people say that. Oh, but I think that's the picture that they're actually talking about. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, all right, guys. Well, that wraps up this one. We'll be back tomorrow because we got plenty more. Okie doke. See you guys. Hey guys, if you like what you just heard, 
We do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just, just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.